everybody, welcome to the show. I see it a little differently podcast. And um, we're doing a match of the month this this week. And I'm still trying to get the format down. And as I record this, I've recorded like three or four different shows. And I'm trying to get my groove back, trying to see what formats work, what formats don't work. The one thing I know for sure is that when I was doing the original podcast, while well, I repent, I'm going to do it again. Uh, the match of the month stuff was very popular and I kept that to itself. I never mixed it with anything else. I mean, I might have done like a cold open for it or might have had a commercial or something, but it was never anything else that needed to be. And I feel like the fans liked it that way. So we're going to keep it that way. And so this match of the month, I think I'm going to drop this one in September because like I said, I'm recording a lot of this stuff. In September, just trying a lot of it probably won't be used. A lot of it would just be me getting back into the groove of things. Um, but this will definitely, this is, as I'm recording this, it SummerSlam just happened, and then Payback just happened. No, Payback just happened. So September 1st, actually. And I'm actually going to uh, release the first podcast within the next two or three weeks. Anyways, so I decided to make it relevant to the current moment anyone who's up on wrestling the one thing you know is that roman reigns has officially turned heel for the first time since he's been with the shield um and the shield came in as heels um and then they i think after a year yeah they a year year and a half or so they they ended up uh becoming more popular and as soon as they became really popular that's when they broke him up well i felt like this this match of the month, one, it's modern day. Two, it was a really good match. Uh, the hype around the match was amazing. And the fact that WWE did something that they really, rarely do. These two groups did not touch. And they came, they came out the same year. And these two groups did not touch for a full year and a half, I believe, until they had their very first match. They didn't touch it all, or they rarely touched. But I want to say they, and someone let me know. Um, I'm more than willing to be proven wrong. It's and, and But I don't, to my knowledge, I don't recall these guys ever touching. These six men never touched until this match. Um, I felt it was appropriate, because if you give background, the Wyatt family came out, and like I said, they came out first, because the Shield was kind of being built in, it wasn't NXT yet. Um, was it or was it NXT? It was NXT, yeah, because Seth Rollins was the champ. Um, but it wasn't what it became. It wasn't what you know everyone knows NXT to be. And the Wyatts came up. Uh, Husky Harris was up first, and which is now Bray Wyatt, and um, he was being repackaged. And I remember there was this bar in Maryland when I used to live in Maryland. And they used to, the very first time I saw a promo or a vignette for the Wyatt family, I was with my ex. <laughs> and she saw, and this bar in Maryland would show the pay-per-views. Like, it, and it was a big deal. You know, like, that bar, those Sunday, I had went up there on a Sunday where it was football. And the only time I seen that it was packed was during a Ravens. Steelers game. And once again, living in Maryland, that's just a, a rivalry for those who follow football. But otherwise, it was pretty dead for football games. 
Sunday pay-per-views for WWE brought in a lot of business and it was always, always, always packed. And the first time I saw a vignette for the White family, I can't remember a pay-per-view, but I remember watching it and my ex was there and she looked at me and said, what in the hell did I just watch? And I had no clue at the time. It was, it was one vignette, you don't know. And then I believe Bray Wyatt's very first match, official match, was at SummerSlam against Kane. And I believe it was an Inferno match, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, anyways, um, the Wyatts were up already. And then the Shield came in at Survivor Series and uh, took, took out Ryback and became pretty much CM Punk's henchman. And... Um, off to the races you went. And like I said, they, WWE did a good job. And like I said, it had to be a year and a half. Because they these two groups didn't touch. And I remember like um, talk, hearing fans talk and, and, and about why aren't these two. Now, once again, obviously the weakest member of any of those six men was Eric Rowan. But these, these six men were in a group. In different groups, you know. And the Wyatts never held gold until later on when they pretty much got broken up. You know, uh, Shield came in, made an immediate mark, tag team championships uh, with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, and uh, and Dean Ambrose was the U.S. champion and he barely defended that belt. And he ended up losing in like a battle royal to Sheamus or something, some weird thing they did. Well, anyways, uh, like I said, they did a great job. These two groups never touched. And the only reason this match even happened is because it was a Elimination Chamber match. No, or was it Elimination Chamber match? The match happened at Elimination Chamber. It was some kind of match, multi-man match, and the winners... Yes, that's what it was. It was a multi-man match, and the winners would get in the Elimination Chamber. Well, the well, no, Wyatt was deep in the midst of his feud with, with Cena, and it ended up costing the Shield their match, and they were not eligible to be put into the uh, elimination chamber so uh, they were furious and they were feuding and they said look here we want a match with the whites at elimination chamber and this is so this is significant now because it looks like we're about to have a, a ro- heel Roman Reigns as a universal champion versus a babyface the fiend because uh, the babyface Bray Wyatt, uh, Funhouse Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt, is not beating heel Reigns. He, 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 the only person he could probably beat is Miss. Let's just be honest. Let's not sugarcoat it. Anyways, um, I just think it's it's significant because you see where these two guys came from, and we both know their history. And and Bray Wyatt is a movie star, pretty much. He just loves acting and loves the creative aspect of it. To me, he's definitely a um, he's he reminds me of like a Matt Hardy. Um, Matt Hardy never won a world title in WWE. He, he's won other well, technically ECW. Well, depending on who you ask, that ECW WWE Championship wasn't a world title. I'm not gonna get into semantics or debate about it. You feel how you feel. I'm not going to try to change your mind. But technically, if you want to count ECW World Title, he had won a world title. Well, anyways, to me, Bray Wyatt was was always pushed as more of a solo guy anyway. You know, I know it was a big deal when Matt Hardy won the U.S. title against uh, MVP, but that's a story for another time. 
anyways, you just kind of know where these guys came from and to see where they're at now. I'm very interested to see what Reigns does as a Paul Heyman guy. I'm very interested to see um, what Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, does as a face, even though technically he was the face in that triple threat match that just happened, which was really weird, him being the face. Um, But I guess that's what it was. Um, But yeah, so... This match, obviously, you know what it is now. It's a 2014 Elimination Chamber, the Wyatts versus the Shield. The first time they touched. And I believe these two groups only did two matches together. It was that night and the night after they did they did two matches. But this crowd at the Elimination Chamber, I forgot where they were. I had it written down in my original notes. And then I tossed the original notes after I recorded. And I, just, I listened to myself back. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. And I tossed everything. I started over, but this crowd was on fire. These guys did not touch, and they were saying, this is awesome. I know those chants can be uh, (laughs) overdone, maybe not done enough, or I don't know, whatever. They can be annoying, let's just say it. But this was one of those moments where they were right. And just it was just a big fight feel to it. It felt special because, once again, these groups didn't touch. They barely interacted with each other. And this was when Roman Reigns was at his hottest. And he's being cheered. He The year before, I think he eliminated like four men in the Survivor Series. And that's when people started cheering him. And I remember him talking trash to Rey Mysterio. He was like smushing his face. And he was like, you came all the way back to get punked out, Rey. And, it, and he was on his, his ascent. He ended up eliminating, eliminating the most men in the Royal Rumble history. Until Braun Strowman did, but Braun Strowman did with like a 40 or 50 man Royal Rumble. Uh, Reigns did with 30, the traditional, I guess. Um, but this this felt special, you know, and even in the match lived up to the hype. The next night they did the, the match again. The crowd wasn't, I, I remember watching it, the crowd wasn't as hype, but I think it was just because of where they were, you know. And, and then on top of that, people I think were kind of like, because this right here was when they started showing cracks in the shield. And at first it looked like they were going to turn Ambrose. And because you see Reigns and Rollins talking. And they're talking about the night before the Elimination Chamber. And they're saying how what happened to Ra- uh, Ra- um, Ambrose. and Because Ambrose, Ambrose apparently disappeared on them. And they didn't know what happened to him. And... And, and it, it looked like they were going to turn Ambrose at first. And then, and then, and I don't know what happened. I've, I've done my research. Apparently, Rollins was always the guy that was going to turn heel. But I don't know what they, I would dare say they did things the right way. They did things smart. Because you seen that dissension. And then all of a sudden, it got quiet. It was just super quiet. And... And all of a sudden, they're they're united again. They have a, a match at that WrestleMania. It was a quick three four minute match with the New Age Outlaws and and Kane. They won. Um, then the very next night on Raw, um, they they face off with with the the Corporation 2.0, I guess if you want to say. Triple H has his match with Daniel Bryan, and he's like saying this is not gonna break down into a war. Triple H turns around, Reigns spears him. Crowd goes wild, and once again they're united. 
they faced it, the evolution in the evolution evolution in two straight pay-per-view matches, which were great matches. And then the heel turn happens for Rollins. And once again, you didn't see it coming. But once again, they showed cracks in their armor three months prior, but they made you forget about it. And like I said, everything I've done in my research with it, it, they always said Rollins was supposed to be the one that turned. So once again, that could have just been a part of the creative. You know what? Let's be fair. Creative was, even though it was just six years ago, creative was much better than what it, what it is now. So I'll give them credit until I see something else or someone tells me something else in the comments or, you know, email or whatever. Well, anyways, this match was special because, like I said, it was the first time these guys had touched and it, it just lived up to the hype. It's worth watching. It's worth being a match of the month. I know since then, Reigns and Bray have had their own singles feud before, um, which wasn't bad. You know, it started with uh, Bray costing Reigns the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then that led to their Hell in a Cell. And I remember reviewing that on Why Repent I'm gonna do it again because Reigns did a crazy spear spot through the freaking table, and I was like, why? So many that move is already so scary to me because some everyone who uses it, I think with the exception of Goldberg, has had like serious neck problems. And I don't want to blame the move because you look at the move, most of the times it doesn't look that devastating. It looks like a very pedestrian move, you know, except for when Rhino does it. Rhino was going to damage himself and um, the person he was affecting, hitting, effectively hitting. Um, and, and, and I can give you a play-by-play of this match. I'm not going to. This is why I do the match as much so I can direct you to it. There's nothing edited on the network. You can watch it on the network and have enjoyment. I saw it on the network and I saw it on um, YouTube. It's the same thing. They didn't edit anything out. Um, that's something I will be doing on these matches of the month because I do know some things have been completely edited out. So I do want to get the feel for both of them to see which way I should should send you. You know, Um but, yeah, you can watch it. If you have the network, you can watch it on the network. It's just fine. But the Shield versus the Wyatts 2014 Elimination Chamber, it was amazing. There's a, there's a couple spots I do want to talk about. Uh, there's a spot where uh, Rollins is on top and Luke Harper throws him over his shoulder. He does a backflip and lands on his feet, clotheslines him out. The crowd goes crazy. He ends up doing a plancha outside. Once again, just just amazing, and like I said, they were the faces without a doubt. They, but they turned, and the fans turned their face because these guys were super freaking cool. And so, um, it, it's just one of those things where this, this match to me is relevant because you can see potential in all six guys. Even if you thought what you thought, if the look of Eric Rowan or Luke Harper or um, or Bray or whoever. You just see the potential in all six men to be very special. And if you look at them, all but one has gone on to do really things. And once again, Eric, the, 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 the things are still out. The jury is still out on Eric Rowan because he's currently not even signed anybody. And who knows what he's going to do? Brody Lee immediately went to AEW and he, um, he just destroyed Cody, which was what a way to put him over after... I know some people felt like Brody Lee wasn't being used right, but I mean, some people are just aren't fans of the Dark Order to begin with anyway. So it's kind of like a uh, potato, potato, I guess. Um, but Brody Lee came in, he immediately got a world championship match against Dean Ambrose. He lost it, but then they did the TNT championship. Boy, oh boy, did he ever show off. Um, 
uh, on that match, and that was that that was good. I know Cody's taking time off to film a show, blah blah blah, but it was important for him to put him over the way he did. I I was pleasantly surprised, and I like Cody. I wasn't tired of Cody's. I know some people were tired of Cody's run as TNT champion, but I'm a huge fan of Cody, so I I'm not gonna say that. Um, but it was oh, once again Cody has done so much to put this com this company on his back since he's been there, so since they opened, so. But anyways, then you have Brody Lee. Bray's gone on to be, I think, a three-time world champion, one-time WWE champion, two-time Universal champion. All of his reigns have been unremarkable, to say the least. <laughs> he won the, his first championship in remarkable fashion in an Elimination Chamber match, lost it a month later. He won after last year's Hell in a Cell, which he, uh, he I guess he won or whatever. How that ended up in that disqualification, whatever. He won it in Saudi Arabia, lost it to Goldberg. Then he won it and had it for one week and lost it to a heel Reigns. And the way things are looking, I don't think Reigns is going to lose that championship. And in my opinion, if he's booked right, obviously, in my opinion, he shouldn't lose that. He shouldn't lose that championship until WrestleMania next year against who? I don't know. The landscape would definitely be different. But then you have Rollins, who's obviously going on to be Rollins, who we know what he's done. Money in the Bank winner. Only man to cash in the Money in the Bank at the uh, WrestleMania. At the, why are you saying that for everything? Sound like Brahar right now. Uh, at WrestleMania, Dean Ambrose, WWE champion. Now the AEW currently, AEW currently champion. Currently, listen to me. Currently AEW champion. See, I'm still not going to rust off here. <laughs> still not going to rust off. But these six men show what they had. Not just one night in a row, but two nights in a row. But this match, to me, is, I'll rate it, is a 10 as opposed to the next night where it was an 8. Only because the crowd, and that's something I know we've missed in this, this 2020 year, and crowds just were allowed to come back. But that's something, to me, um, that made this This crowd was all about this match, all about the hype. And to me, it just put all six men on a level that just couldn't be touched. It's just too bad. The Whites were, it, as opposed to the Shield, the Shield went on to have really good booking after this, right? And then the Whites had the opposite side of booking. The very next month, after they won this big match, the momentum shift continued. They It didn't, and he lost, and wait, Bray lost to Cena, which, another, another show, another time. Um, but this match is your match of the month. Go ahead and check it out. You can check it out. Like I said, there's nothing edited off of it. I've done my research. I watched the match on both YouTube and on uh, the WWE Network. It's Nothing's edited out. I, once again, this is a modern show for these modern match, so I don't think there's anything to edit out um, unless you believe what WWE, say, WWE says and they say that uh, the CFO music is no longer going to be used, which is not true at all. Well, they, still, they still use Jim Johnston music, so they, that's not true at all. Anyways... Um, check this match out. This is your match of the month. The Shield versus the Wyatts 2014. I will see you guys next week with another show. It should be fun. See y'all next time. I see it a little differently. Podcast.